You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 174 with Suzanne Baker. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I am super excited to have Suzanne back on the show. I just really love talking to her. Um, We are going to be talking about why life can be hard at times, especially in the beginning of a new year. And not only is this a new year, it's 2020, it's a new decade. So more expectations um, for us to have, and then more letdowns if it's not going the way that we had hoped. So, you know, you find yourself the end of January, the beginning of February, and things just might not be going the way that you really had hoped. If it be eating better, exercising, spending more time with your kids, working on a business plan, whatever it may be. So we just wanted to talk today you know, it's a casual interview. It's not even really an interview. It's just two of us talking to each other. Um, and so that you guys can feel like you're not alone and that, um, and not to isolate yourself if you're having a hard time. And really what came out of this is that I just felt like between the two of us, what, what I realized is that the things that have made our life successful in certain areas is because we literally just got up when we fell down. And so I think a lot of times people feel like nobody's falling down, that they're just going. No, we're all falling down. It's just a matter if you can get yourself back up and just keep on going. So I hope this episode inspires you and encourages you to keep going. Go for whatever you want and know that things are going to be hard at times. Like this is life and that's okay. And so, and just know that you're not alone. And when you're going through your social media feed and feeling like everything looks amazing, just know that you don't know the backstory and and just know that you're not alone and that everyone has times where it's just really, really hard. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys. So you know that I love travel. And if you don't know that I love travel, I do. That's why I ask everyone where their favorite vacation spot is and why on every episode as an icebreaker. I am a travel agent. And I just wanted to put out there that if you're feeling bogged down or stressed out, or you're just trying to figure out a trip that you want to take, this is where I come into play. And what is really amazing is that I don't have a fee that I charge. How it works is that the wholesaler and the vendor, they pay me so that you're not having to pay me. So really, I just come and help you take the stress off your back and just help you so that you can have a great time wherever you're going. So it's not too late for spring break. I'm still planning spring break trips. Um, I'm already starting to plan summer trips. So if you're thinking you want to go on a family trip, a girl's trip, or you have an anniversary trip, um, I've been planning like 40th birthday trips, anything, um, I can help you with that. So I, I can book from Alaska to the Caribbean, Mexico, um, cruises, anything, Europe you name it, I can most likely book it for you. So, um, and it's not only just booking, I really kind of sit down and figure out what is your budget? What are you looking for? What kind of trip do you want? And, and then we really just narrow it down to what would be best for your needs. So I just wanted to put that out there that if you kind of been thinking about a trip, like let's get that on the books. Let me help you. And all you have to do is just reach out to me. You can email me at Amber Sandberg at HK Luxury Travel, or you can message me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, you can find me at Amber Sandberg. So if you've been sitting on the idea of going on a vacation, don't wait too long because things will start getting booked up and airfare will go up in price or there won't be any availability of what you're looking for. So um, let me help you plan your next vacation. Suzanne, thanks so much for coming back on the show. 
Thanks for having me, Amber. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. Okay, so um, you might have forgot, but I do like asking everyone an icebreaker on travel. You know, I'm a travel agent. And so I just like asking people what their favorite vacation spot is, why, especially since you've already answered that before and I don't remember what your answer was. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, people go new places and stuff like that. So it's always fun to hear. And so um, this can be with or without kids, though. Okay, well... I have four kids and we're in the, tr- not trenches, that's a terrible way to say it. We're in the middle of, of raising all of them. So currently getting away with my husband is, is my favorite thing. And yeah. usually somewhere warm and sunny. Yep. Um, we actually just got back from LA on Monday. So it was sunny and warm and 70. So nice. So, yes. I just need to feel the sun and the warmth. And I know. It makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I realize, so we both live here right outside of Nashville, but um, I realize uh, that in November when it gets really dark, that's when I think I actually need to start leaving because oh, like, it's, it's yeah. when that time change happens and it's literally dark at 430. I'm like, mm. oh my goodness. I know. I know. You're driving home from the grocery store to get this off the bus and you're like, is and it midnight? Like, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> kind extreme. of like, I'm like, what's happening? How is it 9 p.m.? And yeah. so, uh, yeah, I have told Todd that I'm like, okay, I think I need to go somewhere sunny because it really hits me hard. Like for, Ooh, for a few weeks, I'm kind thing. of like, oh, yeah. I feel like you're in a cave. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, okay. So for those of um, the listeners that have not heard you on the show before, um, and I'll make sure I link your other episodes to the show notes. Um, how about you tell us what your first and last name is? And um, you said you had four kids and... Um, we also talked about that you live outside of Nashville, <laughs> but how yeah. about you? T- uh, you so tell us, yeah. So first and last name, and then just kind of share with us what you do, you know, and since we're not going to be talking yeah. about that so much, but just kind of like okay. what your life is about. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Suzanne Banker and I live in Franklin, Tennessee. We have four kiddos, two in middle school, two in elementary. Um, I am full-time mom and wife, as well as the owner of the bar fitness studio here in Franklin. And we are currently building free flow yoga, um, here in Franklin as well. So a couple of businesses rolling and then my husband has two businesses. So we're, we're just never bored, but yeah, <laughs> never bored. Yeah. That's us. Mm-hmm. What is free flow yoga? What, what does that mean? So we are, we're actually creating a whole new brand. Mm. Um, it's kind of a long story how we got into yeah. this, but Basically, yoga is on the rise 40%. And truthfully, it makes sense because our culture is stressed and exhausted mm, yes. and we're not body aware. Mm-hmm. And truth of the matter is most people are like me. They think yoga is boring and yeah. slow and mm-hmm. they have to sit yeah. there and hum the whole time, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. in a lotus position. So <laughs> I, I've been on this journey just kind of, I don't know, you know, as you age, you want flexibility yes. and mobility. You stop uh-huh. caring so much about having a six pack and just, can I get up off the floor without a yes. system? So, uh-huh. yeah. um, anyway, so that's kind of been birthing in my heart and also fell in love with, uh, trampoline fitness. Have you mm. heard of that? So I live near Freebird, which they okay. do. Yes. Trampoline. I've never, I've not amazing. done it. I have a okay. rebounder, um, but I've never attempted to be doing what they do, but I do like <laughs> yeah. the idea of it. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. It's so good for your lymphatic system. There's like no impact. So yes, I, I don't know just with, it's a long story and that's another podcast, but just with the, um, the growing of the market for yoga and then also people still want to sweat. They still want to get a good workout. And I'm like, why are there no studios that are truthfully marketing the masses? Everyone from, we've had a lot of pro football players and baseball Mm. players and athletes that have come in, men, 
that are like, I'm so tight. I can't perform my job because I'm so tight. Yes. So they might can go in and swing heavy weights all day long, but they they have no mm-hmm. flexibility. So yeah. I'm like, how can we bring this to the masses and make it fun mm-hmm. and make it accessible? Whether you are 75 and want to do chair yoga or you want to do inversions and crazy flips. Yeah. We just want to, we just want to be approachable to everyone. So people aren't scared of it anymore. So I like we're excited it. about that. Yeah. Yeah. And that is true. You know, so, um, if people have listened to my series and you're talking about my weight loss and stuff like that, I, oh. I, I do burn boot camp, but, and that is very intense and stuff like that. And as I have, um, gotten more fit and all that kind of stuff, um, they do offer, depending on the locations, a yeah. yoga class one time a week. And I'm like, okay, that needs to be my up level because I, I can know. tell, um, especially my quads, all that kind of get really tight with everything we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and, and I'm like, I, I need to stretch this out because this is yeah. now so tight and, and kind of like what you're saying, just, um, and also I, let me back up is that I want to be able to, uh, perform better, which then I feel like you right. really kind of need to be more flexible. Right. So hundred percent. So I tell all my clients, um, the flexibility unlocks greater strength potential. Yes. And that's really true because when you have that mobility and flexibility and you're not so sore and tight and mm-hmm. stuck and you don't feel those catches in your shoulders when you mm-hmm. try to perform your moves, yeah. you can do so much more. So yeah, yeah, yeah it really so, goes hand in hand. We ha- it's like a yeah. discipline at first. You're like, yes. okay, I can make it to one yoga class a week. So that uh, is a good goal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I, I totally agree and I think it is good. I mean, even for myself, like I get up off the floor. I mean, usually after we're doing exercises, we're like, you know, done doing burpees mm-hmm. and I don't have mm-hmm. the energy. <laughs> but like, I just trying to get up off the floor you know, oh my goodness, yes. and you and you know that as older people, like that's where they really start to struggle, like just uh-huh. getting up off the floor, and and, and yeah, yeah, and that's something we I really even wanted have a move to be like. We've done yeah. in class where we're like, this is the getting off the floor move. <laughs> yeah. It sounds silly, and we all laugh about it, but it's hard. I know. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's so simple things. So <clears throat> I know. I love that you're talking about all of this because. The reason why is because if someone was listening to you right now, they probably would be like, wow, like this girl's got her stuff together. (laughs) Like she's got four kids and two of them are in middle school, by the way. And you just got back from LA and you have your business and you're going to open another one and you're probably really fit, but they don't know what you look like. But they're probably just assuming they're like, yeah, she's probably fit. She she has all these, you know, bar businesses. (laughs) And so um, anyway, (laughs) this will tie into what we're going to talk about. Um, But the reason why I wanted you to come on is because is I saw a post that you had posted on Instagram and you were just saying that January can be so hard. And, and, and mm-hmm. when I saw it, I just kind of thought to myself, well, that's really interesting. I don't know what you're referring to in regards mm-hmm. to what is making it hard. Um, but yeah. I thought, you know what, there has to be so many people that are feeling the same way, especially moms. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm going to send you a message and be like, Hey, I don't know what you were talking about. If you want to talk about it. And, yeah. and here we are. So, you know, this is one of the episodes where sometimes I'm very, um, there's more of a learning thing and it's more systematic or whatever. This one's definitely mm-hmm. a casual, like, Hey, you know, if you were listening to us at a coffee shop, you might be tempted yeah. to kind of want to pull up a chair. And and that's one of these conversations that I wanted to have with you. So how about you share with us, Suzanne, like what made you share that post and then, mm-hmm. um, and things being hard. And then we'll kind of just kind of jump into the background of all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, January always comes in like a mother. It's just, yeah. I mean, you're, and, and the more I've just kind of, I mean, I've been, I've been way more intentional in the last couple of years to process my feelings and be in counseling and do the mm-hmm. work, which yep. is 
just hard for me. I'm a three on the Enneagram and I just want to keep trucking. And Mm. so to sit in my feelings has been very awkward and very beneficial for me. So it's been interesting this go around in January to observe what's happening, not only in myself and those around me and just women in general, I mean, society in general, but I've seen a lot of it, especially at the studio. So for me, um, January, you know, you get halfway, you kind of start out with a bang. You've got all these shiny, sparkly ideas. You're like the new me, the great, Mm -hmm. you know, 2.0 version. Yeah. Yeah. You have all these big, big goals. And then you get about two weeks in and Mm -hmm. whatever it was, whether you're like, I'm going to go to bed earlier, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to, it just starts to lose its shine. And Mm -hmm. then it's gray outside. And then David comes home with the flu and the bill comes due from your vacation. I mean, it's just everything kind of starts to suck. So I noticed that. I feel like everyone's on edge and everyone's tense, at least about halfway through. Mm-hmm. I mean, even my husband and I were feeling it. We were in the middle of like getting all our taxes stuff together yes. and we're eating Whole30. And oh, yeah. It's just right there. Boring. That's a disaster to yell at someone. <laughs> that's a disaster. I'm like, we can't have a gin and tonic and can't go out to <laughs> you eat. At least you should be able to drink while doing your taxes. <laughs> right. I mean, they might be fudged a little bit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we were both realizing they were kind of fighting grumpiness. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and then as women were coming to the studio, it's kind of like being a hairdresser. People just talk, yes. just talk about things. And so I was hearing a lot of them just kind of feeling the same way. And as mm. we started to talk, I was like, man, this is like a recipe for disaster because we have all these expectations we're placing on ourselves. And then combined with, and I don't think this is acknowledged enough, but you're coming off the holidays. And mm-hmm. let's be real, holidays stir up a lot of emotions for yeah, people. They do. I mean, yeah. I know for our family, personally, there's like loss around the holidays. We've lost family members. And so there's grief that always sneaks mm. in. Um, there are always like, you know, financial strains. I don't yes. care like what you make. You mm-hmm. you are like, wow, how, money is flying everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, December is bad. <laughs> it's bad. And yeah. then, um, and then there's just all the, you know, all the school activities and the mm-hmm. parties and the yeah. every, yeah, there's just, and especially being the mom, you're mm-hmm. like the gifts and trying to keep it fair. And, oh, and then yeah. the family get togethers and then there's tension with certain family members and you're trying, you know, so you put all of that into a big ball, you roll it up, you shove it into January where you're supposed to be like the new best <laughs> me with great intentions. And yeah, <laughs> and I've got this together. I know my life plan for the next year and it's a recipe for disaster. So yeah, I think as I started observing women, just trying to be like, man, I am feeling like I've been run over by a truck. I'm discouraged. Yep. I've got these heavy feelings that I don't know what to do with. Mm-hmm. Um, so you put all that in the mix. And I just think about halfway through, we're kind of like, this is going to be a bad year. Like this is going to be just like 2009, you know, yeah, it's going to be just like last year. I'm not going to be any different. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Um, and I just think people just really lose heart. And so for me personally, we were going through a lot with, you know, um, some parenting stuff that we were just trying. I mean, our kids are growing and changing. We've never had middle schoolers and sure. I mean, you know, at some point, I mean, all our kids are going through things at different times and just really trying to lean into that and be intentional and then health issues. And then, you know, trauma or family related or loss, um, and then business forward Mm -hmm. thinking, and then trying to work on things currently and better systems. And so, you know, I just had a few things at work that were hard with, you know, interpersonal relationships Mm -hmm. being misunderstood. Um, and so you put all that together. And I think that's why I was like, man, you know, I just sat down one night, couldn't have a glass of wine. So it's probably really good for me. (laughs) It was forcing me into my feelings (laughs) and into honest conversations with God about, Mm. Hey, what's really going on here, Suzanne? And I yeah. cried a lot more in January. I'm not a big crier. Yeah. Um, but one day I stayed stayed home from church on Sunday mm-hmm. and I said, David, I just need I need silence. I need yeah. to be still. I can't remember the last time I was still. 
And he's, he's like, great, go for it. So he took the kids and I just mm-hmm. kind of sat there and, and I felt, and I was still, and I prayed and I wrote, and I just started kind of unpacking what was really going on. And as I looked at it, I was like, man, you know, there's so much humanity that we just shove aside and mm-hmm. we don't create space for processing yeah, or getting to the why or getting to the feelings. And if there's anything I've learned you know, putting a bandaid on feelings or trying to pep talk yourself out of them gets you nowhere. You know, the only way through is through. Mm-hmm. And so for me, just to sit there and go, man, there has been some really hard things. I'm actually hurt about this. I actually am disappointed in this. This, this was exhausting. Um, and so I pulled out my laptop and I started a new thing that I determined to do this year, which is kind of like a monthly life edit where mm. I sit down and I have one for my business and one for my personal life. And don't get, don't be impressed. I've only done this like one month so far. So it's like a brand new idea, but I I, I heard it somewhere, I feel like. And I just thought, what can I write down? Like, these are the things that were amazing. I'm so proud of. They were so worth my time. And then look at my calendar and see the things that really zapped life Mm. that I never want to repeat that I'm like, oh, please, (laughs) you know, shoot me now. I'm not going to do that event next year. Um, Or the moments that I wish I had grabbed or the things I did that, mm. you know, so just to kind of take a life edit and really look at things honestly. Yeah. Um, and so that was really therapeutic for me to, to just own the hard and kind yeah. of like, yeah, that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. And then also to go, Hey, you know what? There's room for growth here because I think that if you can come out of the pain and hardship and see where you can go with it, it's never wasted. Um, yeah. You know, well, so I feel like one of the biggest things I just realized that, you know, if it costs me my peace, it's too expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's, if it's sucking the life out of me and, and my family, it's not worth it. And so that was kind of the motivation for posting that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just heard something where it talks about like, what are you tolerating and that so many people use alcohol or devices or yeah. food to tolerate whatever's going mm-hmm. on. And mm-hmm. then, um, and, and so then when you're say kind of like when you were saying, right, that you didn't have that drink, so you had to feel your feelings and that's what people are trying to avoid. They don't really want to feel that. But the problem is then you have to, then once you finally come away from whatever you're using to tolerate, you then have to deal with that. And then you got to get back to what was making you tolerate the stuff to begin with. And so, yes. um, I think it is very hard to look at what you're tolerating, because I think you're going to realize the things that are going to have to change, which can be really scary. It's a lot of work and you do feel those feelings. And, you know, I, I, when I talked about in my series, um, losing weight, like I really felt, um, I feel like I felt so much emotion last year because of letting go of a lot of emotional eating. And not to say that I have mastered that because that sucker likes to creep back in. And so, um, you know, And I I think, I don't think I've ever said the word sad as much as I did in 2019, yet Mm. I lost like so much weight and, and in most people's eyes was successful, but it was really hard. Like I had to go through that kind of like what you were saying. Um, And I had to feel those feelings because I wasn't eating and I'm like, this is why I was eating. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Amber, that, that is it. I feel like a lot of what I've come to see is it's grief. Yeah. A lot of what we're feeling is grief and mm-hmm. we're masking it with mm-hmm. the next big high, the next fun event, the next yep. accomplishment, the next drink or food or whatever. Sure. Um, and I think that if we were more honest about our sadness and our disappointments, I think we'd be healthier. Yeah. And you know, too, it, it's like, I think a lot of people are lonely. And so, um, and then, 
and and people don't even they either don't recognize it or then they just try to go to that thing. And that could be even from like scrolling Facebook, Instagram, whatever, to try to make yourself not feel lonely. But then on top of that, um, I was, uh, our pastor was saying that um, loneliness spikes between 18 and 24. And then also Mm -hmm. again at 35 to 45. And it's kind of like that transition time where, so when you're young, maybe you didn't go into the career or things didn't work out like you had hoped. So that kind of feels lonely, right? And now you're kind of out of that college scene where there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people near you or whatever. And that are the same age and all that stuff. And then 35 to 45, you know, you're, you have your kids and, and your spouse most likely. And you're, you might be sitting there thinking like, is this it? Like, is this what what we're doing? And then, and then it's so hard to maintain friendships, honestly, like at this age, it just is like with the kids and everything. And you're like, this is so hard to find friends, make friends, maintain the friends, mm-hmm. let go of friends that are not working. I mean, <laughs> you're just kind of like, ah. And, and so yeah. I can see why so many people are like, well, let's just eat, drink or whatever to numb out. Yeah. Um, yes. I think that this mm-hmm. is the age where we almost like go through puberty again and yes. reinvent ourselves. I've heard so many people say, you know, turning 30 is such a game changer. Like you're, it's just, you never want to go back to your twenties. And then my friends that are 40 are like, uh-huh. oh, and when you're 40, you really don't give a beep because like yeah. you at that point, know more of who you are. And, but yeah. I think that that's the age where you know, the Bible talks about the less of the flesh, the less of the eyes and the pride mm. of life. And I've yeah. heard it explained that in ages too. And I think as you get older, you kind of start to look back and you're like, wow, I'm accomplishing some things that I wanted to. And I'm, I've, have hit all my big milestones in life. Now, like now what, now what? Are we just, right. what do we do? Yeah. yeah. And so I think people lose vision and, and they do relationships do either flourish or die off in this mm-hmm. season. Like people go lots of different directions. So yeah. I think loneliness is a big part of it. Yeah. Right. And and so I guess I want to tie it back to um, people thinking it's hard and all that stuff. And um, I, we were joking around before we started this interview um, that if they only knew, like they saw the Instagram pictures, you're in LA and, and living the life and, you know, like you're starting your second um, uh, studio and stuff like that. But what they didn't know is like yesterday we were actually supposed to record. You had a sick kid. We moved it to today. And then um, you were dealing with stuff at work and then um, trying to, you know, put notes together. And, and but people aren't seeing that. And so yeah. so they they're not seeing that there is hard parts. And, and I know you have a thought about that with with um, posting the hard parts and whatnot. So do you want to share with yes, us your yes. thoughts on that? OK, um, it's so true. I mean, I we've all said it, we've all heard it said it is the highlight reel. And there's people take different approaches to Instagram. And it's really personal. And I understand that. I don't post a ton of the hard things. Because when I see people that are just always like, Oh, my gosh, everything's so hard. Yep. I'm kind of like, Okay, well, honey, that's adulthood. Like, yeah, that's it is hard. Yeah. And I know you're tired. It is. It really is. But so for me, I, I'm encouraged and uplifted when I see people that are just like, how are we moving forward? What mm-hmm. are we doing? How are we choosing health? How are we choosing what go where the life is? Is what my counselor always says, go where the life is. Mm. And so for me, that's how I choose to, to, you know, portray my life on Instagram. And by all means, like I've shared really hard things. I've shared when I failed and things suck, but yeah, I mean, even this, I mean, I, we land, come off mm-hmm. of, you know, some weekend, a weekend when we got to be with our friends, um, go to the Grammy after party. It was just really fun. But yeah, I've got a sick kid. I'm in the air, like <laughs> trying to have my neighbor nurse go check on her, make sure she doesn't spike a fever while I'm mm. gone. And, and then we yeah. get back and there's some crises at work and I'm having to deal with that and fill in for people. And 
Um, one girl was sick and I had to, we land that night at like eight 30. I had to get up and teach the five 30 AM class. Oh my gosh. Like, well, here we go back to reality. Yeah. Um, and I literally like ran here like five minutes before this podcast. So that's the reality is we're all just doing the best we can. So if you look at someone and think that, wow, they're so organized and have highlighted that they're like, you know, organizing in their planner oh, and yeah. everything's mm-hmm. just perfect. Like just calm down everyone. It's, yeah. it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that is, I think there's several ways to go about it, but yeah, I, I, I think that we have to constantly remind ourselves, um, that only two things usually prevent us from happiness. It's, it's either living in the past. I'm not talking about processing your past, but really just right. parking there. So living in your past and observing others too much. And mm-hmm. I think that when we, and I know that's the comparison being the yes. thief of joy, but you know, often I've learned to look at other people. And if I feel even a twinge of jealousy, I just own it. I'm like, yeah, I wish I was on a beach and that's okay. Like I can wish yeah, I was on a beach, right. but also be like, I don't know what she's going through. I don't mm-hmm. know how they got there or, or maybe their mother-in-law paid for it. Or mm-hmm. like you just or they could never be arguing know. the whole time and you don't see oh, that on the picture. <laughs> like, I look back through Instagram and I see moments and I was like, wow, that looks shiny. I remember that day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my kids were fighting. It was like, oh, so yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. We were, we were talking about comparison and, and, um, how I think that can be just so damaging and that can make it feel so hard. And, um, and just kind of like what you were saying about, um, Mm -hmm. I think it's good to take note of what you're feeling, maybe a little bit jealous of and, and recognizing like, yeah, that would be really nice. And, um, but just not sitting there forever on it. Cause then I think it just, I don't know, it just festers and stuff like that. And instead, um, you know, instead of putting your energy into that, how can you move your energy into going after something you really do want? Or like, how can you get to the beach, right? Or how can you go do something? Maybe it's not the exact trip or something, but whatever fits into your budget or whatever you can do. I think what ends up happening is we end up spending way too much energy in the thing that can't even help us. And a lot of it is just looking at social media, which that's going to do nothing like for us, right? You are speaking my message. Like, I think that's the most frustrating thing I've run into is there's really two types of people. There's those that are like, if that's really important to me, I'm going to find a way to make that happen. Right. And then there's, there's the other group that it's just like, well, lucky for you. (laughs) And I swear if I hear that one more time, (laughs) it's been really interesting coming into business world. And, you know, our story is we lost everything, rock bottom lawsuit. We had two kids. We were, we were renting a roach infested little home Mm. in Georgia. So like that is our story. And, and to get to here has been not a glorious ride. It's been a lot of sacrifices. It's been a lot of early mornings and late nights and working on the weekends and, and yet also trying to keep our priorities, the main thing and raise a family. And, you know, so it's like, I look at all those components and I think that, you know, there's always going to be someone with their arms folded, leaning back, looking at you like Mm -hmm. lucky you, Yeah, you know, but the truth of the matter is, when we were broke, I remember having yard sales and, um, organizing things at our church and finding little petty jobs. And mm. I saved enough one year to get our butts to Panama city beach because mm. that mattered to me. And I yeah. knew that would be life giving. Mm-hmm. So you do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, <laughs> we put our effort where we want it to be. And I just think enough people don't recognize that they are more in control of their future. I know a lot of things happen that are outside of our control. And we've definitely had our share of things that just were totally unfair and got dumped in our lap. But at the same time, you can always rise. 
you can always rise, whatever that looks like, even if it's a small thing, there's always an opportunity. If you will just replace that complaint with an opportunity to go like, well, what can I do? What is within my capabilities, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the main thing too, why I wanted to talk about this and, and even if people listen to this mid-year, end of year, it's the same, but I, I do think there's so much expectation and pressure because it is the beginning of the year. It's not only mm-hmm. just a new year, it's a new decade. So then that just stacks everything even more, you know, the pressure to be who you are. But the thing is, is even if January ends up being not as a great of month um, that you yeah. wanted, you still can start. It's kind of like, just because Monday rolled around and you had a piece of cake doesn't mean that Tuesday's not rolling around and you can just still get back on track. And I think that's yes. the thing that people have to realize. And when people see that someone, it looks like someone has it really easy. Uh-huh. What you're not seeing is they just got back up again and kept going. They didn't, they didn't just stop. Right. Like that's the thing. I mean, how many times has someone failed? I, was, I, I I say this all the time. When I started Burn, I was like my heaviest and all this kind of stuff. And I had to modify so much. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, is I could have just been like, well, I can't do it the right. way that everybody else is doing it. So therefore, so I'm not going to do it, right? No, yeah. I just get modified. Today, I still modify because there's some things bug my shoulder, some things bug my knee, and I'm like, it's not worth hurting me, you know? Yeah. And I don't think I don't think that's what people realize is that like you modify and you move on and you keep going. And that is what people are seeing on the other side when they think everything is easy. Right. I mean, motivation gets you going, but habit keeps Mm -hmm. you there. Habit, you know, that consistency and also like humbling yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I say this in every class, there's days when I'm like, I'm modifying everything today because you know what? I know I didn't sleep last night and I got in late and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And And I just think a lot of times we quit because we can't be the best. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's not about being the best. It's about, you know, consistency and, and continuing, you know, really success is just a lot of little monotonous, hard Mm -hmm. daily grind decisions. And that's the only thing. I mean, in my business, I would say probably 10% of it is like my favorite things in the whole world. Like 10% of it is the stuff I love that gives oh, yeah. me life that keeps me going. Yep. The rest of it, I mean, that whole joke about like, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Oh. I'm like, that's a bunch of baloney spreading yeah. because I am here to say that almost everything I do, I'm like, oh, this is like not fun. But you have those 10% moments of just the things that matter, connecting mm-hmm. people, seeing success, hearing a testimonial that I'm just like, this is why we do it. It's like parenting. Yeah. You know, your, mm-hmm. your kid, I mean, you have all the hard parts and then they give you that hug and the kiss on the cheek. And I love yeah, you. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I can keep going another day. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that's a lot of what it is. We, we are people that are easily distracted and easily frustrated and we just don't have grit. We're not willing to mm-hmm. give something up and press on and humble ourselves and take the difficult path. Um, we, the difference between what we want now in the moment and what we really want, like, that's just, we're just in a culture that's like instant gratification Mm -hmm. and you can't hope for it more than you work for it. That's the truth of it. And you're an amazing example of that. So for you to go and be willing and to press on and do it for you, that's what kept you in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I mean, yeah, it just, it, it is a lot. And, And a lot of times too, um, you know, and you know, this area where we live, there's just, there is a lot of thin people. Like there's just a lot of thin people. So why I, why I say this is because it wasn't, and I said this in my series, but if you didn't hear it, it's like, it was not necessarily easy for me to go Mm -hmm. into 
a boot camp and go, what am I going to do? Like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. And then you have all these thin people around, which then makes it worse. And because then you're like, oh my gosh, you already feel like you're less than. <laughs> so then yeah, I'm like, like I'm oh. sorry, I'm not a size two in my Lululemon. Yeah, but, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I say all that because I wouldn't have gotten to the point that I am today if I let that hold me back. And, and so right. I I'm here to say Use me as an example to see that like, okay, yeah, I'm like (laughs) that you can do it. It's like, because that wasn't like, oh, this is so easy for me to walk into this and no problem. I can do it. I'll tell you one, one of the fun things that I noticed is I was like, oh my gosh, these thin girls are having a hard time. That actually made me feel better. Mm -hmm. I was like, because I do think everybody thinks that if you're thin, that you're fit, which is not the case. And so, um, that kind of made me feel good because I was like, but I'll tell you, it's hard because somebody's going to look at a thin person. They don't know that they're fit until they see them working out. Right. So they don't have that judgment against them again. I know that's where it was harder for me. And so, um, but I always have been athletic. I just was using food to emotionally, you know, numb myself. And so we see where that goes. And then, um, so yeah, so I guess the whole point of why I wanted to talk about all of this is to say, um, you know, if things are hard right now, like, just know that everybody has hard moments and, Mm -hmm. um, and what can you do to change it? And also my thought, my thought process is what do you need to give up to get what you want? Cause you're going to have to give up something. And going back to you saying that everybody wants everything right now, you can't, like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't keep eating the way that I was eating. If I wanted to actually get to my goals. I had to let that go. It didn't mean that I stopped eating everything I wanted. I just couldn't eat it at the rate that I was eating it or (laughs) I was going to go in the wrong direction. So that meant I had to say, what do I need to change? What do I need to give up to get to whatever goal I was trying to get to? And I think that's what people don't realize. I think what people are the lie that they're telling themselves is that everybody is getting everything they want all the time, not realizing, no, right. you're not seeing that they gave up A, B, C, and D to be able to get that. And, you know, that's so true because we're a, we're really just a bunch of adult toddlers wanting mm-hmm. Instagram. We want all the things. <laughs> we're like, I want to like, I want everything all at one time. And then I want to hold it in my arms. And a lot of times you miss out on something that could be amazing or life altering just because it's difficult. And I think exactly what you're saying is what, what am I going to have to sacrifice? Because that's in every area of life. You know, a lot of people are like, I don't have enough time with my kids. I mean, I sat on a plane with an amazing mentor last year, just happens to be flying back. And it was totally a God moment where she just spoke into me because I was struggling with the parenting aspect with one of my Mm. children. And she was just kind of like, if you, if you feel like you can't do that, you need to make a change somewhere else. And I was like, whoa, like, like it, it wasn't even rocket science, but it mm-hmm. hit me like a ton of bricks. Cause I was like, you know what? You can do anything, but you can't do everything. Yes. And so yep. for me to step back and be like, well, man, if I need to switch around a priority, then it, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I just think we give up too easily. We're like, oh, that's hard. Oh, I don't want that. But mm-hmm. man, I, you know, I tell my kids all the time, I was like, the things you're the most proud of are the things that you fight the hardest for. And in our story and in our marriage and in our financial life and our parenting, like the things that we're the most proud of are the things that were the hardest because we climbed that yeah. hill and we survived. And when you want to give up, I, I always say, you know, you can learn to, re- you can definitely rest, but don't quit. You yeah. know, when you're yep. tired, learn to take that rest, learn to 
peace out, give yourself a grace day, whatever you need. But just like you said, if you have the piece of cake, that's fine. Don't beat yeah. yourself up. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't believe in working out because you ate something bad. Right. Like, that's not a punishment. You that's don't want to punish yourself. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's yeah. ridiculous. And so I, but I also am like, you come here to feel strong and to feel good. And you're right. I don't care if you are the small girl or the big girl or the medium girl or what you, sh- you can show up and bring your strength and bring your energy and make it your best. That's yeah. really what it's about. So I agree. Well, yeah. we're at the end. Do you have anything else that you wanted to say? Or is that pretty much it? Man, you know me, I could talk forever. I, know. But that, I, know. I just want to make sure I didn't cut off did, any uh, moments for you. <laughs> we can, um, you know, we can spare them. Last time, I think our podcast went into two. Yeah, I went into two. Two yeah. episodes. I know, we could just keep going. <laughs> like, okay. We're like, get with it, girl. Forever. Fail and get it. up. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, I just want you know, the moms that are listening to this to really just want to not feel alone and and feeling like they're the only ones who are feeling life is hard. And two, to just know that everybody else is having to fail and get up and try again and, you know, letting go of something in order to get something else. And, and that is just the normal process. And I just want people to know that because they're not going to see all of that on the outside looking no. in. And, you know, often ask those people that, you know, like I've seen people where I'm just like, dang it, why are they so amazing? You know, <laughs> and then I've, I've started asking them questions yeah. because I'm learning from them. And then when you talk, you're like, oh, they are, they are more normal than I thought most of the time. And if yeah. they're not, then like they're hiding something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, you're hiding we're all something. Human. Yes. Yeah. Right. But I think, I think the best thing to hear and to say to yourself is oftentimes it's hard because it's hard and like, yeah. that's okay. Like if it's hard great. You're breathing. You're alive. Life is a challenge, but you know, where do you want to go and how can you find the joy in every day is the best you can, you know, even in the tough season and just know it's a propellant to get you somewhere you want to go. So yeah, it's really perspective that two degree shift. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope that everybody kind of feels a little bit, you know, not isolated after hearing this and just I hope this encourages them to kind of just be like, okay, I, I need to decide what I really want to go after and not just keep sitting there thinking, you know, everybody else is doing it but me and and thinking about how do I come up with a game plan to go av- to go after whatever that may be. So I appreciate you coming yeah. on the show and it, it was fun as usual. Oh, it was so fun. Thanks for having me. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email, and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests' information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week. 